Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What did you just say to me? You heard me. Fools rush in. And you're the one who gave them the 51% in the first place. I merged with Edward for the sake of this firm. Just like what I did today with Ava. And the only one in this room taking things personally is you. Tell yourself whatever you want, but don't tell me it doesn't have to do with Darby, and don't tell me it isn't personal, because you can't stand being number two. Suits season three, episode four is over. And if you want to hear us talk about conflict of interest, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestradino, back here with the newly minted CEO of Hessington Oil. It's Chappelle. It's Congratulations. me. Oh my God! Thank the Black Swan. Thank Rob. <laughs> Thank you for making this happen. It's uh, I wasn't expecting this. Do and I do I get the millions of dollars? <laughs> yes. For and for the record, this conversation did happen. It definitely did happen. It's about it definitely to. did happen. Yeah. It's about yeah. It's about to happen. Rob, this is a good episode. Yeah. You this was great. This was a great episode. This was my favorite of season three. I had been not super high on the whole Ava Hessington storyline. I'm sure if you've been listening to the podcast, you could tell. But no, I thought that this was really, really good. And so can't wait to hit play on uh, the next episode as everything really came to a head with Ava Hessington. I I said, look, she's guilty as hell. Right. I was like, I don't know. Oh, I just, you know, she just kept saying, why do you think I'm guilty? Like, what is it about what, like, do you believe me? It's like, I guess if she's guilty, she wouldn't really care. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. But she really felt like it was important that Mike and Harvey believed her story. And so it turns out this woman is not only not guilty, but she's also the best human who ever existed as an oil tycoon. Yes. uh, Low bar, but best oil tycoon. Best billionaire. I guess when she said, okay, well, I'm going to bribe the people who are saying that I did this to make this uh, crime go away. That, that reeked of guilty, but yeah, you know, it's just let her, let her talk. Let, let her cook. Listen, there are no such things as, uh, as, uh, you know, ethical billionaires, but she trying. She's trying, you know, yeah. she could do, she could do way better, but make no mistake, destroy, like if you lose anything in the, in my pipe, when my oil pipeline comes through, I am going to pay you $10 million to make sure everything gets relocated. Mm-hmm. I'll take the bribe. Yeah. Take the bribe. Okay. And things really came to a head between Jessica and Harvey. We saw Jessica and Lewis, Jessica and Edward Darby. And so... 
Things are uh, really uh, not looking so great. The honeymoon is over at Pearson Darby. No, nah, it's looking like a divorce. It's mm-hmm. like, how did we get here? You know, what happened? It's bad when the most mm-hmm. healthy relationship on Suits is Mike and Rachel. Yeah, I mean, let's get into it. Not only are they a relationship, but they are now public. They don't care who sees. I, I Rob, I don't know how to t- tell you this, but well, you know what I'm trying to say. I just what? No, not here. Not here. No, not in, no, no. We've, not, we've not done. Here. We've done not literally <laughs> everything else here. We've done it all. Not here. on. Not on no, the podcast. No, no it's no, fine. Can't. It, the schmoopiness has reached the highest of heights. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm jealous of you talking to Katrina, even though I know you basically hate her, but y'all work together. Like, oh my yeah. god. Well, look. He said the L word. He loves her. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, we did it. So all you Rachel and Mike truthers out there, like, are fist pumping, y'all are crying and, and throwing up in the car and all that stuff um, <laughs> because y'all are so effing happy. This is fine. It's fine. I'm mm-hmm. not. Were you moved, Rob? Uh, no, I feel like it's all happening very quickly. You know, it was like, so will they fast. or won't they for so long? And now I just feel like uh, we're moving so fast with, uh, you know, it's one thing that in the hookup happened at the end of season two, uh, right there was the season two episode 16 was the finale that 17. that happened. Uh, and yeah. then we went right into, I mean, we're only four episodes into season three. So I don't yeah. think that much time has passed. They just made it Facebook official today mm-hmm. and they were just like, Laid up in the bed, maybe like two episodes ago, talking about you're my girlfriend, right? Like, yeah, yeah. No, well, he just proposed the girlfriend thing. Uh, it was yesterday. only three episodes so, ago that she needed time. She needed a break. Yeah. So but Rachel doesn't need doesn't need any time. She was ready to to pop this off. I, they've been in love with each other for a long time. They just were not in a relationship with each other for a yeah. long time, and so it was inevitable. But here we are. Not to mention how fast things are moving with Stephen and Donna. Now, now this is intrigue. Okay, so we saw at the end of the last episode that here comes uh, Steven to start courting Donna and takes her to the uh, these Macbeth show uh, with Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, He's got front row tickets, but then they didn't even go see the freaking show. No. They didn't go see the show, you know. Uh, Donna Did they go like, have dinner look. with Daniel Day Lewis after? They they were supposed to. They had they. That's the, why they had to skip the they show. They stood up, Daniel Day Lewis. They skipped the show so that they could go do something really quickly and then get back to dinner at with Daniel Day Lewis by ten. Isn't so Daniel Day Lewis? The they started. had front row seats. Isn't Daniel Day Lewis gonna say, like, hey, I saw you weren't there. Yeah, like a little kid, like where you miss, like he, they, like they missed his uh violin recital mm-hmm. or something like that. He's like, "Mom, Dad, I didn't see you out there." Like, no, we were out there, honey. I promise. Um, no, they they're gonna miss it. You know, Donna said that she would she would do a lot of things to see Daniel Day Lewis in a kilt, uh, and then she decided she doesn't. She's like, "There's somebody else I'd rather see without a kilt." And so, uh, mm-hmm. allegedly, somebody else's Steven, milkshake. Exactly. And so they they took off. They didn't see Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, well, at that point. But it looks like Donna has a new friend and Rob, she has conveniently forgotten to tell Harvey about this friend. Yes. I think that that is also going to be a point of contention. We saw that boil over uh, with Donna and Harvey. Everybody's fighting in season three. 
Yeah, I mean, Donna and Harvey are kind of fighting a little bit. It's more like Harvey's pissed at everybody else, or at mm-hmm. least at Jessica. And so Donna just walked into the line of fire because, to be fair, she was about to tell him that she and Steven have started to canoodle a little mm-hmm. bit. But uh, Harvey's about to fire he, her again. Yeah, like Harvey's about <laughs> to fire everyone. He's just kind of like, you're fired, you're fired. Why are you even here? He's trying to fire Jessica, hell. Uh, <laughs> he's over it. Yeah, He's over it. Do you like Steven and Donna? Um, it's okay. You know, I, I feel like that, you know, he's, you know, so like uh, coming in and just, you know, Rachel and Donna are both like swooning over uh, Steven, mm-hmm. just like coming into the room. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a l- little bit of back and forth. Rachel can tell that Donna likes him. Can I ask a question about, so, it was only a couple episodes ago. Am I crazy? This is am I getting gaslit by suits that there was a point where that Donna was making copies and mm-hmm. Rachel says to her, like, Donna, what are you doing here? I've never seen you make copies before. Yeah, Did this not happened. happen recently on the show? And then just nope, happened. Here's here's the Donna. You know, uh, now is it because was it because Steven is it like actually does the show remember this and that Steven has to, Steven needs a lot of copies for a guy who I've never once seen Harvey need a copy of anything, but no. Steven needs copies. And here's Donna to help. So all of a sudden, I know she was the fax whisperer once upon a time, but mm-hmm. she's also like knows everything about the the copy machine and the, it's a euphemism for all these other things that get clogged up and jammed. Yeah. First of all, Donna knows all the entendres, okay? Mm-hmm. Doubles, triples, quadruples. She knows them all. Um, and but am yeah, I crazy? She Did she not learned. just recently have a conversation with Rachel about how she's never made a copy and that... She's never made a copy, <laughs> but for Steven, oh, she's going to be in that copy room because Rob... She has to make sure he's there or she's there to see him, you know, when she's like trying to like mess with the machine and she's caressing the machine and she slaps the machine on the ass and then she humps it a little bit. I was like, whoa, Donna, this is a copy machine and a Wendy's, you know, mm-hmm. like, dear God, let, let let it breathe. Take it to dinner first or, you know, skip dinner and go, go see Damon Day Lewis. I don't know. She went from never using a copy machine copier or whatever and to always be in the copy room to the point where Harvey even asked her where the hell have you been? And she's like huh? What? I've been at work He said no you haven't. She's like in the copy room. He's like but you work at the desk. Could you get back to the desk? And that's when I finally realized oh Donna's really been like missing. She's been MIA. Mm -hmm. Yeah and when Donna and Rachel are talking about what a catch Steven is, they're talking about, oh, he's in trouble or you're in, you're in trouble because he's trouble. Or he's, this man is trouble. And they're talking about how uh, suave and debonair he is. And then it comes up that and he even has a title. And Rachel's like, ooh, yeah, but not really. Not, Donna's like, no, he doesn't have a title. But it, it, but if he did. If he did, it'd be over, you know. Yeah, but that w- but Rachel's like, oh, okay. Let me let me jot that. Down. Let me write that. That's down interesting. Title: hmm. British man with a. <laughs> Got it. I would Find like me that. one of those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sounds good to me. You know, um, there is that one moment where we do see some Rachel and Stephen interaction, where he comes in and he's very British in her face and uh, flirting with her in front of Donna. And you know, this is very transparent. This was the 
I'm trying to flirt with Don with Rachel in front of Donna to make Donna jealous because Donna initially turned him down. Rachel's like, oh, did you see how that Steven guy's into me? Rachel turned down Steven so fast. She's like, no, you're coming off a little douchey to me. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, have you met your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> have you met Mike Ross? At least this man is not completely lying to you about who he is. <laughs> At least he's, we know he's British. We heard Mike Ross's British accent in this episode, and it's awful. Yeah. At least we know this guy is British. Okay. So then let's get into like the real like meat and potatoes of what's going on here in this episode. So, all right, we have this whole business going on with Hessington Oil. And so there's an idea that, okay, Lewis is working on a part of this case uh, that he has his newly minted number one Katrina who is working with him. And what they want to do is they want to have uh, uh, Ava Hessington make a statement to the press. And Mike and Harvey are like, no, this is bad. Yes. Ava Hessington herself wants to talk, but because she's uh, on trial for murder, she needs to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Now, Lewis has an entirely different case uh, regarding Ava because he is the one who's supposed to be t- like protecting Hessington oil. And so he's like, you need to make a statement because your stock is dro- like dropping. Your, your billables, they're going to be affected by this. We got to get you on top of this. And so Harvey and Lewis's, uh, you know, their outcomes are not aligned here, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So Ava is more like, let me talk. Uh, yeah. And of course, everybody's like, no, you, you're not supposed to talk. For a second, yeah. even Jessica's like, it doesn't make sense to talk. Until she hears about the money. Yes. Uh, Ava Hessington is like, just let me speak with Walder Frey. I'll smooth everything over. Just give me a chance. And we're like, not so fast, Catelyn. We heard this one before. Uh, you know, this this is bad. He knows but, me. Know, he know, I, I grew up with him. You know, mm-hmm. we go back. We're like family. Uh, yeah, this isn't great. Jessica, at first, is kind of like, no, she doesn't need to speak. But then eventually Connor relinquishes and says, actually, Lewis, you're right. We do got to save this money because this is a business. And the woman's obviously guilty, right? I mean, as we've outlined, it doesn't look like she is. But uh, everyone at this point in the episode still thought that she was. Okay, everybody was still thinking uh, that she's guilty. And so what Lewis is thinking about wanting to do is, okay, look, what do we care about Ava Hessington? Our interests are in Hessington Oil, that's going to be bringing in the billings still for Mm. Pearson Darby. So like, let her go. Like, uh, let's let's get together with the board and then kick her out. How about that? Yeah. Let me be your black swan. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody needs to make a burner account and drag someone, then, uh, you know, Lewis is the guy to do it. Yeah. That conversation didn't happen. It definitely didn't. And so uh, it's off the record. And Jessica, at first, is kind of like, Lewis, no, don't do that. But then eventually she's kind of like, or or do that. Mm-hmm. Do that. And it didn't happen. And so Lewis, of course, runs off to go make that thing happen. He goes and meets with somebody from the board. They kind of talk like, hey, you vote out Ava. It'd probably be the best idea. And they're like, okay, and we can do that. And mm-hmm. we can keep Hessington Oil will keep uh, Pearson Darby as a client. So it's a win-win. But it's not really because, one, Ava doesn't want to be off of the board uh, or out of control, I guess I should say. And Darby did not come over here to make sure that like that Ava wasn't, right? He wants her to retain 
her oil uh, company and not go to jail for murder. And so this is not aligned with their original plan. And so eventually Harvey and Mike will find out. And it's a whole big old mess. I want to bring Jessica into this where Jessica, she was on board with this idea of having the board uh, vote her out. And so when she ends up talking to Harvey about it, uh, that Harvey's like, no, Ava Hessington is Hessington oil that she, you can't get rid of her. And I'm like, eh, well, they, they can. Okay. And so Harvey says, I'm not going to do it. Uh, and so he throws in her face, Jessica, you know who assigned me this case? You, your, your partner slash boss, mm-hmm. Darby. If you, can, if you can't undo this 51-49 split you got, then I'm sorry, babe. You're not in charge of me. Deal with and it. Jessica kind of like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Like It's like in that moment she realized that she was number two. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Like, Darby's been pulling rank from with her since day one of the merger. He immediately comes in and says, "Yeah, that was like a sign of good faith. It was a, it was like a gesture, but also, yeah, I'm in charge. All right, and he has not relinquished that position. Something very interesting happened in this episode, and I, I'm I'm gonna see if we have any feedback here about our locations here in uh, Suits season three, uh, okay. but." We uh, got a shot of, you know, we this show, of course, that we've been talking about all the way through takes place in Toronto, York, where Mm -hmm. we're filming, you know, uh, Toronto for New York. But here we had a sign where, okay, Jessica had to fly to Toronto to go meet Edward Darby. Wait, fly to London. She's already in Toronto, York. No, she flew to that. Edward Darby flew to to Toronto, and then yes. we got like the most like a uh, touristy Toronto like CN Tower <laughs> in the background. Like, yeah. like get look, we're in Toronto, everybody. We did it. We, we did just it. made this trip internationally. This. this is an international show. We are filming here life. in Toronto. We're all over the place. He tells Jessica, like, hey, next time you get on a plane and fly clear across the world, you know, <laughs> maybe you could just call me. Yeah. Um, She's like, no, I no, just Ubered no. here. It's really. Yeah, it's really no problem, sir. We're actually mm-hmm. filming down the street. <laughs> <laughs> right across the way. I walked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? There, no, There's no money to be lost here. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. We I, made money on the trip here. <laughs> yeah. She should have been like, hey. Darby, uh, your boy, uh, Harvey Specter, bought a first-class ticket to Costa Rica the other day, and he wasn't even getting on the plane. No, he did it to coerce a girl that he doesn't love to, mm-hmm. to stay around, and it continued to be gaslit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's your fave. You love Harvey so damn much. Darby, you know, I, I don't know, man. Um, that was very funny. That was very funny. Like, look at us, international here on yeah. Suits. Anyway, so this is important to Darby that Ava Hessington stays on board. He values relationships over money. And he says, and hey, if you're thinking about ever flying to meet me, uh, just call first. How about that? Just call. And eventually he hears those words thrown back in his face because when things don't go his way with the Ava Hessington case, when Ava is ousted by the board, he shows up at Jessica's office and he is pissed I don't think we've ever seen Varys uh, that angry in any other version of Varys, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of one, one time, but he comes in and he's like, he's waving his 51% around like, you know, like a, like a hammer. He's like, hey, I'm in charge here. I'm in charge. What the hell is going on? And Jessica's like, oh, 
funny that you flew here. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have just called. I was like, ooh. Yeah. She's ready to fight. She's yeah. ready to fight with uh, Edward Darby, who, I don't know, is, is he a villain yet? Can we say that? Depends whose perspective. So. Like He's like, he's backing Harvey, but he's anti-Jessica. That's the thing. Like, I don't think he's a villain. I think he's about to be, but I don't think he's a villain right now. I think that technically Harvey's probably like the anti-hero yeah. at this point. And then he's going to join Harvey as the anti-hero. Yeah. And then Harvey is probably going to look at him and like, oh, you're actually a villain. But I don't know. Okay. So let me ask you this question. All right. Mm-hmm. We've seen Jessica that she was partners with Daniel Hardman. Uh, mm-hmm. In a partnership with Edward Darby, considering at least a partnership with Robert Zane, considering a partnership with Harvey Specter, does she have questionable taste, Chappelle? Is it fair to bring this up? Does Jessica Pearson hate women? Is that what you're asking me? I'm not asking even specifically I'm, about women. I'm asking I'm that, that, you know, that there are a lot of flaws, I feel like, with all of these people. I guess, and maybe, you know, in in the land of the, like, legal dynamos, maybe there are no princes here and there are a lot of frogs. I think, I think Robert Zane is a catch. Uh, we've never seen him do anything, you know, underhanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's pretty much been on, like, on the level the I mean, entire time. he did time. give the cases to Daniel Hardman. I mean, he did, but that was kind of just like a, yeah, have fun with this, you know, as I move on. Uh, I, I think Robert Zane would be the high watermark for the people that she could partner with. Harvey obviously cannot be trusted. Uh, Daniel Hardman was a mistake. But, uh, yeah, I think Jessica might need to look elsewhere. You know, we talked about this, the suit's not uh, passing the Bechtel test. And uh, I'd say maybe she should look into some women partners. Okay. What's that Allison lady doing? Yeah, I think that she had an axe to grind with Harvey, but maybe not with Jessica. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe let's see what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Katrina. Maybe Katrina could be like a little bit more of that person that we're uh, trying to f- uh, figure out who if she can have some like uh, work conversations with people. Yeah, what's your meter on Katrina right now? She's uh now working her way into the office. Uh, what do you think? I, I thought this was a good uh, Katrina episode, although you know it is comical that anybody just makes a reference and Mike Ross like you're my person. Let's 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 let bygones be bygones. I mean, if Trevor walks into Mike's house and is like, "What's up?" Mike's like, Mike's like Come. "It's us again." I didn't think we could get back here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right because Katrina and Mike are trying to figure out, you know, a way to stop this uh, this board uh, and Tony Giannopoulos, who we've never seen, I don't think, to this point. Uh, Tony Giannopoulos from taking over uh, Ava Hessington's company. And they're trying to put their heads together. And very quickly, they realize, oh, no, we've been looking in the wrong place. And after a few shits and a shitty shit Mm -hmm. and a couple of deep shits (laughs) from the wire, then they finally figured, you know, everything out. And then they're kind of like, hey, you you watch the wire, too? Like, like. One of the most oh my popular television shows yeah. of all time. Especially like of the, uh, this time. Yeah, wait, wait, you watch The Sopranos too? Mm-hmm. Wait, Dog, you have what? HBO? <laughs> Dog, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. You're not so bad after all. No, mm-hmm. stop. Hey, wait, Lewis. you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> right. Have, have you seen you Catelyn think, here? <laughs> don't you think Edward Darby looks a lot like uh, one of those guys? Yeah, if he cut his hair... 
Go dog, it could be you. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, oh, okay. Okay, so, all right. In this universe, Mike Ross uh-huh. has watched The Wire. Um, yes. Does he say to Katrina, like, hey, have you ever met Robert Zane? Doesn't he look exactly <laughs> like Bunk from The Wire? If they finally sit down and have a conversation and they're just like, okay, I see the Robert Zane, but have you seen Ava Hessington? Be like, bruh, <laughs> like, we gotta stop smoking weed. You know, this show is really... Show the is simulation the is broken. Right, God. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so, yeah, they really just bond over that and Mike and Katrina, so they are uh, they are bonded. Katrina, I don't know, she might be up for a Liddy here. I mean, I feel like that she's in good with Mike. She's, yeah. she's in good with Lewis. I mean, really... To play the game of suits, uh, really, just to get through an episode without anybody in the office hating you is pretty good. Yeah, especially when you're Katrina, because they're already predisposed to hating her. Um, and yeah, I mean, even at the end, her and Mike kind of bond, and oh, and they even like show us uh, like a respect for each other as the number twos to these like uh, you know legal giants and Harvey and Lewis. You know, she comes and like, hey, it's no hard feelings. I'm just. I gotta be loyal to Lewis, man. And mm-hmm. Harvey's like, I mean, Mike's like, I get that. I get, I understand that. And they kind of nod their heads, uh, move on. Now I wonder, now that Katrina and Mike are good, and Rachel and Mike are official, I wonder how far this Rachel jealousy could go. Because I've said this before, but I really think Suits does a number on Rachel Zane as a character. Mm-hmm. And now I, I feel like the seeds of I don't want you working so closely with Katrina have already been planted. Um, I could see this not going well for Rachel Zane's, uh, you know, <laughs> her emotional uh, health yeah, here I guess in the office. Rachel doesn't really have a storyline other than like Mike, like he always has his work and then he has his relationship with Rachel. Rachel doesn't often get to have like work stuff going on and also a storyline about the romance. She sort of like exists in the show as sort of like the love interest of Mike, but it's very rare where, unless she is like helping Mike with something that she never Mm -hmm. really gets a storyline where, you know, she's working on, I guess maybe when she went out with Lewis and she went to the opera with Lewis and she worked on, uh, was like, uh, helping Lewis with, uh, everything with the ballet, but it's very rare in three seasons. So we sort of like, it's a little unfair that we're just getting the one side of Rachel. Yeah. And look, we're two men commenting on this show and even we're like, you know, this Rachel character is not getting a much. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're not, you know, but again, this was a different time. It was 10 Many years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different time where people probably weren't looking at the show like that. Or it's also like, it's a man's show. You know, uh, we got all the hot people. We got, you know, the two leading men uh, surrounded by all these beautiful women. I mean, dear God, did you see Donna in this episode? Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just a different point of view. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think if you step back away from it, you're like, Rachel is a horribly like developed character to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And even her stories at work, sometimes they're just like, Harold has a crush on Rachel. Harold likes Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel does a date in the office. Rachel, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel is everybody's like whipping post, you know, like, everybody like Rachel, I need this. Rachel, I need that. Rachel, I need that. But you're the best, but also get to work, you know? Yeah. Um, not great. Not great. Okay. All right. A- anything else uh, from the story here this week? Um, no, I mean, it's good to point out here that, uh, Jessica and Harvey, I don't, I think this is the worst that they've ever been, you mm-hmm. know, uh, 
But Harvey is basically pinned this on Jessica saying that this is a personal vendetta she has against Darby because he has um he has a lot like like basically just put himself in a position where he has absolute power over her because of his percentages and she's not used to being number two. Um and when the episode ends, her and uh, Darby are pretty much like in a full blown fight. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking Darby was going to be like, and that's why Harvey trying to take over this bad boy anyway, because you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But he didn't air it out. I'm wondering how much longer it takes before Jessica realizes that she is also oh, dealing with a hostile takeover. Not long, not long. I think she's going to be pretty keen to it. We'll see if it happens in the next couple episodes. Let me uh, highlight a couple of uh, references here. We talked about uh, The Wire. We talked about The Sopranos. Uh, some Forrest Gump talk also here. Yeah. A little shoehorned in. Be, yeah. A little, yeah. It's like, all right, Forrest. Oh, yeah. So that's, but I'm Bubba. Yeah. Like, that's it. That yeah. was the whole, like, <laughs> it was kind of like, have you seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Liddy talk. Okay. What did you think about Liddy for Katrina? This was the best Katrina episode we've ever had. Yeah. Like we, if she doesn't get it here, she doesn't get it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she also, you know, she had convictions in her morals. Like she went to Lewis with Lewis. You have to watch this tape. Uh, see the watch this testimony. I know this is against what we uh, what we did. You know, she's giving credit to other people. She seems like that she is really figuring out how to play the game. I think we got to give it to her. Okay. I mean, if, Welcome if, to if the Kat- Liddy board, Katrina. Yes. Finally, she did it. It hasn't taken that long, actually. Mm-hmm. She, she's, she's been working on this for a while. Um, I told you the, the move that she pulled with Lewis last episode where she just pushed all her cards in, the, you know, uh, and said, you know what? I mean, all her chips in and said, you know what? I'm going to screw over Mike Ross very publicly and tell Lewis I have nowhere else to go. So he has to accept me. That was the first seed to like her potentially getting the Liddy in this episode. So um, kudos, Katrina. Kudos, Katrina. Okay, uh, let's get into some of our suits feedback. You can uh, send it in for every episode. We have opened things up through season four now at suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Okay, David Schwartz wants to know, why did Donna feel the need to tell Harvey about Steven? Do we like Steven? Okay, well, those are two very different questions. But why does Donna feel the need to tell Harvey about Steven? Uh, because have you met Harvey Specter? Like, he, right. you know, uh, <laughs> that he completely froze out Mike for not saying that Jessica was going against him. So for Donna not to tell Harvey that this person who is, he's working very closely with that has suspicions about that. She's having a relationship with him. His head's going to explode. Yeah. And she tried to tell him, which you know how that goes. The the person who tries to tell somebody something, they get interrupted they never get back to it. And then when it comes out, they're like, really really mad it's yeah. coming you know yeah. the next episode harvey's gonna be like why didn't you tell me she's like i tried and he's like you didn't try hard enough get out you're fired you right know, and it's also that harvey specter has like the thing where it's like hey i uh like i keep secrets from you you don't keep secrets from me exactly I, i'm the one know, that's know everything he is i mean that's the harvey thing you know mm-hmm. it, it makes sense also We've never seen them keep a relationship secret before. You know, just, just, um, Donna listens to all of Harvey's private conversations on the intercom. Like she just does. They, they're not a secret keeping family, you know? And so to start here, it wouldn't be, it would be kind of, it would be, it would be, it would be suspicious, at, you know, to say the least. 
Um, especially because it's work related as well. You know, like when when she should be working for Harvey, she's in the copy room, literally humping the copy machine mm-hmm. in front of him. So mm-hmm. you know, may, you might want to flag that. Uh, Rob, I have a uh, a similar question. Yeah. Okay, it actually has to do with Stephen because um, you know you said, do you like Stephen? Stephen is British, um, and he has very strong British accent. Mike Ross tried to pull off a British accent in this episode. What did you think about it? Uh, yeah, not super great. I didn't think. <laughs> yeah. And people have been commenting on Twitter at suits pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been saying, uh, they really like your impersonation of Daniel Hardman. They're saying it's giving Lil from survivor, uh, pro islands. Could you give us the Daniel Hardman accent? Daniel Hardman uh, my Daniel Hardman is giving Lil from Survivor that's Pro what they're saying it's giving Lil that's what the look, so that's I would what the say if I, I so if I was, let me see if I was gonna do Daniel Hardman I'd be like Chappelle I, I don't understand why why would you say that to me because I feel like you and I we have this relationship and we're uh, that, that I, I, I I never thought of you like that uh, so where Daniel Lil Hardman like, talking to Lil yeah, yeah. <laughs> why didn't you tell me I I would have I would have I would have I would have told Ava Ava Hessing needs back to, to talk. She would have right. gotten back to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so, close. Yeah, it's I like can see a, I can see the cadence certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, people have been saying that. I love the Twitter feedback. It's very funny. Um yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of people like agreeing that Mike is a little sanctimonious for a fraud. And then we even got uh, some feedback about Darren uh, Darren Williams from the other day when we were talking about basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Shan Bell Did I get dragged? Says, no. Shan, Be- Shan Bell uh, 23 says, Darren Williams had a lackluster M- NBA career, but he was on the University of Illinois team that lost the championship game to UNC in 05. They were undefeated until they lost by one to Ohio State in the last game of the regular season. So, you know, again... Not like you need to know who Darren Williams is, but he's not. He was no slouch, you know. At at at, at some points in his career, mm-hmm. so it's maybe not that much of a like, of a steal that the uh, the Nets were giving up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Then let's uh, see. Uh, how about uh, one? Let me give you another one from the Facebook group. Okay. Okay. Uh, this Love one is from uh, Stephanie, uh, who says the writers did not treat Scotty very well. She was only no. there to pine after Harvey. She leaves every storyline humiliated. I want more from the female <laughs> characters. Look, I was, again, we say it about Rachel. Like we did flag it with Scotty. I'm just mm-hmm. saying when these, like, we get to see Harvey as the main character, but the show is not through Harvey's point of view all the time. Mm-hmm. So because it's not, we also get to see how other people react to him and. It's not always great. I mean, poor Scotty. Justice for Scotty, for real. She's mm-hmm. taking the most L's. <laughs> she can never get a Liddy. Like, yeah. until she shows up and, like, you know, tells Harvey to kiss Stand her up. ass and, like, yeah. moves on. Yeah, like, she can never get a Liddy. Okay. All right. Anything else, Chappelle? No. I think this was a great episode. Uh, Best of season the first three. One. Yeah. Yeah. The first four episodes of season three have all been about one case. Mm-hmm. And so... That's different. You know, maybe this is the case that we drag out through, like you said, to the midseason finale. Uh, but it does feel like we're coming closer to the end. I mean, Ava Hessington has been ousted. Uh, she's going to need a murder trial very soon. So we're going to have to deal with that. She's It's going to be more Harvey versus Cameron Dennis. He hasn't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. So we got a, a few more, uh, I guess, intense episodes to, to handle. 
uh, dealing with Ava Hessington. And right now, I think this is a high point so far. And so I'm enjoying, you know, this little arc. Okay. All right. Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? Remember, follow us on Twitter at SuitsPod and uh, let us know what you think about the episodes. And also follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-S underscore show. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm at Rob Sisternino on Twitter. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about season three, episode five. Until then, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.